I'm Jordan. And I'm Victoria. And you're listening to the Absolutely Imperfect Podcast, where two friends talk about their lives and how imperfect it all really is. Welcome to the conversation. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to episode whatever it is, because we don't keep count. <laughs> I think it's six. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Just welcome back to the conversation. It's another episode and we are here. We've had a really great day. Yeah. So it's I been think- weird, weird like mood, like in terms of like very interesting. Like we've been very giddy and laughing for 10 minutes straight. So if that comes out in today's episode, you're welcome. <laughs> We're here, but we have a really fun topic today because it was suggested by one of our very good friends. Yeah. And one of our listeners, mm-hmm. which we love. Thanks for yes. the loyalty and the support. Care, um, but her name is Chi Obasi, and mm. she is wonderful. And she gave us a question that we both looked at. And I pers- I mean, we both were like, whoa, whoa, that's a, oh, <laughs> that's a heck of a question you got there. Which we would love to answer. <laughs> we would love to answer this question. I definitely knew that this was going to dredge up a lot of, oh, Mm. But that's okay, because Chi is the kind of person that she is one of those friends that challenges me mm. in a good way. Yeah, you know? same, same, same. I love that. I love yeah. that. I need those types of friends. So yeah. you're one of those friends to me, too. So, Oh, well, glad to, glad to be here for you. Thanks. Glad to be here. <laughs> but before we introduce the topic, I just want to plug our friend Chi, because she's amazing. Go Honestly. right ahead. <laughs> like, she... She's inspiring to me on so many levels, and um, so... She's a writer. Mm-hmm. She is half of Kingdom Books Publishing, which is a really cool um, company that helps writers get independently published, like mm-hmm. self-published, and they help them go through that whole entire process. And it's really, really amazing. And she is also a writer and author herself. Amazing. And she has a book coming out later this year, which so everyone should get pumped about. She writes yeah. sci-fi and fantasy. And I mean, honestly, I just, uh, when she's super famous... <laughs> Don't you forget us. It's like, I don't even want to. Well, it's not even that. It's just, I just, lo- I can't wait to like look and be like, that's my friend. Yeah. Go look at her. Keep, keep look going. Her. Amazing. Yes. Get it. Yes. Get that success. So you should go follow her on Instagram because on her uh, writer's Instagram, which is Chi Obasi Writes. Mm-hmm. So it's C H I O B A S I Writes, mm-hmm. all one word. And she gives tips for writers and she does a lot of really fun, relatable reels. If yeah. you're, even if you're just a creative, like yeah. she just, she puts out a lot of great content. You should go follow her show love and get excited. She's been hinting a little bit at her book mm-hmm. lately, which is very exciting. And get those sneak peeks. Yes. Get, yes. get those sneak peeks. So yes, Chi Obasi, we love you. Go follow her. Chi Obasi writes on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, show some love. And we love your support and we we love you, my friend. So hopefully this uh, episode answers your question or satisfies the desire to hear us talk about this topic because yes. we, we've never really talked about this even outside of the podcast. Yeah. We but, started mulling it when it came up, but. Yeah, mulling it. But we also, as stated in our Instagrams, if, Instagram account, if you've seen it, we did record this. I was in a weird headspace and just wasn't very present so we did talk about this in the previous one but i just really wasn't there so we didn't really talk about if that makes sense but Mm. yeah so we're here we're fresh i'm in a better headspace we're gonna talk about this we're gonna do this question justice and so i'm excited so if it's okay with you i'm gonna um basically say the question is that cool you are 
You are in control. You're <laughs> driving this car, so take it away. Amazing. Okay, so what she asked, she wrote, would love to see you both talk about femininity and womanhood, how that how yours has been shaped or hasn't by the church. So, yeah. Oofta. Oofta. Big, heavy question. Heavy, heavy. I saw this. I'm like, like literally, I was like, oop. Well, this could be My fun. immediate thought was, how many Christian women am I going to offend in this episode? Yeah, it's hard to talk about this, I think. Without not... shaking foundations. Yes, yes. In, in doctrine. Yeah. <laughs> theology. Yeah, so a lot of this is going to be, all of our episodes, all personal experience and whatnot. So Personal if, opinion. Yes. It's all love. We love you. You do you, boo. You live your life. Um, but we're just going to speak from our experience of how the church has shaped or hasn't changed, shaped our view of femininity and womanhood. Or not even view, just like personal experience and feelings and whatnot and opinions. So. Well, shaped our, I mean, like not our, I think our view of our own femininity yeah, and our own good. womanhood and how we interact with that and mm-hmm. how we walk in that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you can see femininity in one way, walk in it in another way and, you know, mm-hmm. talk about it in another way. Yeah. That last part I totally pulled out of my ass, but we're here. We are here. Um, but I, I guess on my side of the couch, I just want it to be said that, uh, like, it's come up subtly in the past, mm-hmm. but we, I mean, we're both Christian women. Yeah. That's a huge part of our lives. Yes. Faith. Yes. I have had a far more tumultuous, in and out, complicated relationship mm-hmm. with faith and yeah. the church as a whole um and religion and all that and spirituality and that whole deal and we'll mm-hmm. probably come out with an episode digging into this deeper yes um so we're not gonna go too deep into our faith we're just mm-hmm. gonna zero in on this topic yes so we will yeah. come back to it mm-hmm. and jordan did touch on this just now um that jordan has a lot like a lot of experience mm-hmm. i'm relatively new to christianity um three years ago (laughs) to be exact um so i don't have too much experience on this topic but i can still you know put my input here and there (laughs) uh of what i've experienced thus far and whatnot so yeah so i would love to hear from you first okay well okay so before i think i even get into answering more of my experience i think a really interesting thing is how let's say the world defines femininity and the church i think the world looks at it more of like personality and the bible talks more about um so before i answer this question i i think I do want to state that I'm still figuring myself out. So mm. it's like almost there's certain things that, you know, I think about like, oh, well, you know, the world views it this this way. You know, there's like this vibe or, you know, this thought that you kind of hear that's underlying that like the church views women and just like, I don't know where I identify sometimes. And mm. it's it's almost like, I don't quite know who I am sometimes. So it's like, ooh, like, where do I fall? How do I feel about these things? And so that's hard sometimes for me. Um, And, like, there's a lot of different layers that go into it for me in terms of, like, my self-doubt, my insecurities and whatnot that really 
shake how I view myself as a woman. And then when I look at it, like from a world perspective, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel that the world does it more of like, oh, you have this trait or Mm. you act this certain way, more like a personality. And then when reading the Bible, it's more of like, oh, no, like there's so much more. It's more of like the hobby or like how she really truly is to her core, her her values and whatnot. Yeah. It's more in that sense. But sometimes it's a deeper level. Yeah. And sometimes when you intertwine those, there's like this weird way of like, I don't know, for me personally, like shaky ground. It's like, well, oh, I don't quite know like where I fit in this. Hmm. But I'm slowly learning that, you know, there are unfortunately stereotypes of of a woman how she should be how feminine she is how not really feminine she is Um, that didn't make sense but that's okay I'm just gonna keep going (laughs) Um, but it there's just these weird stereotypes it's like where did these come from it's like from the world that are brought into the church and it's like I'm really trying to get into the bible more be like well these are the types of women that God has made that are godly biblical woman and then i don't want to bring in the worldly perspective because that's what really destroys you know those positive Mm -hmm. ways and whatnot so i feel like i'm really not doing this answering this question well but ultimately what i'm trying to say is i'm still figuring myself out a lot who i am and where i fit and like how feminine i might be or whatnot but also don't want to gauge myself on a scale of femininity like how feminine am i how much of a woman am i like that's just for me like a root of comparison that i don't like doing but i fall for a lot i'm trying to unlearn (laughs) because there is no perfect woman so no yeah never i don't know where these ever be yeah, but so I'm just figuring stuff out ultimately. So I feel that right now the church is slowly starting to shape me in a way, but also me myself has to like realize like, well, is that really what I, who I think I am? Mm. And I can't really, you know, as at the end of the day, we're flawed and the church people, church people are people at the end of the day as well and they don't have all the answers ultimately i can look at god like who did you make me to be Mm -hmm. you know and i might not fit into the worldly standard of how feminine i am like on what level or scale and that's okay like i'm me and i don't care if i'm super feminine or not like or if i'm the perfect woman which i wouldn't want to be (laughs) that's like impossible well like I mean, honestly, how would you even define a perfect woman? Like, what yeah. what, what does a perfect woman make? Like, what does that look like? What does she do? How does she act? How does she speak? What does and she look like? who decides these things? You know? I mean, if you ask your random Joe, that was a terrible name, I'm Joe, so a uh, uh, random Frank on the side of the road, <laughs> what is your ideal woman? You're going to have character, like, physical characteristics for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, we are some... Like we're manufactured sex dolls um, and where we have personalities where we adjust ourselves to fit the desires of men. 
you know, there are definitely those men or males, I should probably just specify that like that's what they think of when they think of a perfect woman are very specific traits often heavy on the physical side Mm -hmm. and then the other side is like it's sometimes it seems very Mm self-serving you know and then i don't think i've ever asked a woman what is a perfect woman Mm. because any woman worth her weight is going to acknowledge that a, there is no such thing as perfect and beauty is in the eyes of the beholder and that beauty isn't like physical beauty fades Mm. and we need to not focus on that so much when we're thinking about how how feminine a woman is i just think that's such garbage no yeah i agree like why like like what like outside of a woman's breasts and her anatomy Mm -hmm. in terms of her you know um reproductive organs Mm What makes a woman physically feminine? Yeah. Is it her curves? Is it like it's just physical? Is it how she dresses? Does she do her nails? Does she do her hair? Mm-hmm. Does she get her makeup done? You know, like, and then we're going to get into like, does she wax and shave or does she stay natural? Like, how can we gauge what is feminine and what classifies? Because telling you right now, those biblical women that we idolize, they didn't shave. What? Yeah. I was just going to say, I think those are the, such worldly like views on oh, femininity. Granted, I should be careful. Historically, I don't know if they shaved because I know the Egyptians sugared, but I don't know if, you know, like was Rebecca out there <laughs> we sugaring? We don't know. Sugaring. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? But like, that's the thing too. Like I, I would love to circle back around to your whole thing of like the world's view of women and then mm-hmm. the biblical, like all these women that we aspire to be. It's like, we get all the really great parts. Some of them, we see their failures, but like you just think about Abraham and Sarah. Sarah's like painted as this like, oh, my husband got our slave pregnant. And it's like, but she was also kind of a horrible wretch Yeah. to Hagar, mm. you know? So it's like, we look at these characters, like they're not human. Mm. And then we look at these women and we're like, ah, I want to be like Ruth and wait for my, my Boaz. Mm. And you're like, yeah, like, what do you think? Ruth wasn't like didn't get ticked off at Boaz at some point Mm. she you know like was she the perfect wife like she did some crazy like lay down at the foot of his bed which was like just a cultural sign of like hey like I'm open to be married which is bizarre Mm -hmm. you know so when you're reading that you're like what is going on but that was just a like a cultural thing that happened Mm -hmm. um So for me, when I look at biblical women, I'm like, yeah, there are things that that's great and I aspire to, but I don't ever idolize them of like, "Ah, I want to be like Rachel and Rebecca. I want to be like Esther. Mm -hmm. You know, I recognize them as significant women in history and significant women that God felt it was important to document what they did. Yeah. You know, and culturally, the Jewish people passed down of stories from their people and you know so i recognize the beauty of these women and the strength that they have but i also recognize that that they're that they also had pain yeah and they also have moments of doubt and insecurity and frustration and sadness and had to deal with menstrual cycles yeah (laughs) i think at the end of the day that's that's what's that's might be the big reason like why they're in there. It's not in a sense of like comparison. It's like certain traits like, oh, I see that in myself. Like that makes me very, you know, 
um, relatable to that woman, but it's not in like a sense of comparison or like a negative aspect. But I think a lot of the times we look at these women uh, from like in, from the Bible and we, in a way, like, oh, I can never be those things or, you know, um, there's just, just so many things. Like specifically, I'm thinking of the, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Psalm 31 woman. Proverbs. 31. Oh my gosh, what the heck? Proverbs 31. Oh, there are entire like ministries. That. There are entire empires. I'm so embarrassed I said that one. Oh, don't. I mean, Proverbs songs, Ecclesiastes, they're all part of the wisdom series. I've and then Job like, is like really tagged on there. Into a lot of things that I read from the Bible. I'm like, oh, it's all meshing together. And I'm it still happens. like, oh. The Bible can, you know, it, the wires can get crossed sometimes. There are a lot of things. There are a lot of moving parts, you know? It's a lot of history. But like that literally doesn't make sense as to why it's It's the Proverbs anyway. and Psalms are right next to each other. So you're fine. Still. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> from that but um yeah it's you know there's always gonna be someone that comes along from the christian faith that's like takes a snippet out of the bible it's like yes but it's like there's there's con you gotta get take context like what happened before what happened after and then you know really let it simmer for a second rather than taking little bits like that's gonna be my perfect wife like this is one example i was talking to my uh, one of my close friends and she was like yeah i went on a date once and this guy's like yeah you're not like a proverbs 31 woman so i'm sorry like no like this this can't continue or anything like that i'm like i'm cringing so hard i'm like a piece of origami over here I'm yeah just like like you can't see my reaction but like what like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I would like to interrupt this very, um, this wonderful podcast episode to just, just address all of the men that could be potentially listening. Please don't do that. Just stop. Tell all your homies. Tell all your friends. Tell your brothers and your uncles. Whoever is single and ready to mingle, tell them, don't do that. Please don't. Because that was a different time. For like, the love of God and all that is holy, <laughs> yeah. do not do that. Don't look at a woman and say that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Just like the way she was explaining it, it's like he was taking it more of like he wasn't applying it to like there's certain things from that verse that, yes, you can take out of like if you really like boil it down, there's certain aspects to her that are like yeah that's amazing she's so bold she's strong like all these things but there are some things that like don't apply to today's world like today's day and age and that right. happens a lot in the bible like of course it was written thousands of years ago and like there's certain things like for example the like currency the way they traded and all this stuff it's like things changed you know things evolved in today's to today's world it's like of course there's good things that don't quite Make in this sense. country. It, yes, in this country. Of course, of course, of course. My experience, like, in this country, I have never yeah, been yeah, yeah. So, yeah, in this country, of course. Um, and, yeah, it's just like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Like, no. <laughs> Ultimately. I'm going to need but. you to pay for this meal, and I'm going to go. That would be my reaction. I think what cracks me up when men quote Proverbs 31 is they don't understand that it is speaking on the church being the bride mm. and like it's speaking on the church as a whole 
It's not just singular women and that's how we're supposed to be. So it's like, men, you're, you are here to aspire to be that as well. Yeah. Within the kingdom of God as the body of Christ, as the bride of Christ. Mm. So it just cracks me up when men use that mm. and they don't understand that part of it. I'm like, that's cool. Like you want a Proverbs 31 woman. Great. You yeah. are allowed to want what you want of course, and like what you like. Yeah. But also don't exclude yourself from that. So yeah. if you think you're going to get that for you, what are you going to offer up? You're going to have strength like Samson. You're going to have wisdom like Solomon. Mm. You're going to be faithful and like David. Are you going to be courageous like Daniel? Mm. Are you going to be like all of the things like Jesus? Like, are you kidding me? Like, mm. are do you really want us to hold these standards that are in the Bible over you? Yeah. Because we can, two can, two can do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll sit there. Like, if you tell me, oh, you know, you're not really a Proverbs 31 woman, I'll be like, Oh, I'm sorry. You're not Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? This date is over. I probably should have just been over the second you like started to type hello or like speak hello, whatever it was, how we met. Mm. I just think that's so incredibly pretentious and rude and yeah. disrespectful to women because it's like, ugh. okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to get off that train. Toot, toot. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? <laughs> get off that train. Um, that know. train was barreling nowhere. We needed to get <laughs> off because <laughs> we were going to derail this whole thing. Um, you know, through my short experience, but through my experience, there was like things I've heard from older women in the faith. I don't know why my voice is doing that weird wavering <laughs> thing and going really deep and then going really high. Whatever is happening, it needs to stop. <clears throat> And so, um, I love that that's happening on the one episode we're talking about femininity and womanhood, and you were like, oh, yes, <laughs> um, you know, not that having a deep voice as a woman isn't feminine, you are who you are, but I'm just saying, stereotypically, yeah, um, you know, there's still, I feel, these expectations that are placed on Christian women that, oh, you're not allowed to do that. You can't do that because you're a woman. And we talked about this today, actually. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, we did. We did. What are you talking about? Um, and how, like, a woman can't be bold enough to um, to make the first steps in any, like, relationship of any kind towards the opposite sex or you know, they can't say certain things. Mm. They have to act a certain way. And it's, you know, it it's hard because once that seed is planted, that's what creates doubt of like, oh, am I allowed to do that? Oh, wait, I don't think I could do that. Uh, you know, it, it plants, plants that seed of doubt and it can be toxic, especially since someone plants that seed and then mm. never talks about it again. And then you're like left to wonder about all these things. Right, or explains it. Exactly. And it's just like, what the heck, man? <laughs> like, like, what is the reasoning behind that? Like, why can't women make the first move? Yeah. Why? Who made that rule up? Who made that rule? It's like, I get that, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, a man is supposed to be provider and, like, lead a family and whatnot. But it's like, that's not what I'm doing. You know? I don't think a man needs to be a provider. In a sense of, strictly. like. Strictly. Yeah. In the sense of, I should rephrase. In the sense of, like. 
or maybe provider isn't the right word I was looking for. I meant to use a different word, but more of like a leader in a family or um, not necessarily a provider because in today's day and age, it's much, much different. Mm. Um, but that typical role or that stereotype put on men, you know, that like I've heard mm-hmm. is that would be one of them. But I don't quite believe that either from what you've just said, that a male doesn't have to be the sole provider for a family or anything like that. Oh, if I'm making more money, <laughs> honey, take a seat. <laughs> honey, what 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 do you want to do? <laughs> Let's talk here. Do I want my partner to have interests and like things to do, and doesn't want to just sit around mm. and spend money all day? Yeah, that would be really great. But I don't believe like when it like if I ever have kids, right? It's not my first reaction of, oh, I'll stay home. Mm. That's a conversation to be had. Mm. You know, like that's not my, like, oh, I just, I have to stay home because I'm the woman. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I I don't, I don't think that it needs to go the way that it's stereotypically laid out. Mm -hmm. And, um, and there, there are those things, like what you said, that are put out, like, oh, women should do this, and women should do that. Like, women should make the first move, or, you know, women should be dressing a certain way to not, you know, tempt the men or encourage lustful thoughts. And I'm like, listen, if I'm wearing shorts because it's hot outside or I'm wearing a dress. Yeah, my intention's not for a man. Right. If the homie is like having an issue, we're we're gonna pray for him. That's yeah. my first reaction is like we're gonna help you. Yeah. Because this is something that's deeper. Yeah. You know? And I just I always hated that rhetoric of, you know, like it's a woman's job to keep men from being pigs. Mm. I've always hated that. Mm. And I've always thought that that was such garbage that was perpetrated like it was not perpetrated what's that word it was like propagated through the church Mm -hmm. like you know women have to be modest and we have Mm -hmm. to carry ourselves a certain way and you know we have to speak a certain way and I'm just like why who made these rules Mm -hmm. like you got Paul in the bible talking about how I think and I can't remember what church he was writing to but he was like talking about the women are to be quiet and I don't know the historical context behind that. And like, you know, he said like women shouldn't be preaching or whatever. And it's just like, okay, well, Paul had some issues. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also thinking about culturally and historically the time that he was living in and the, the roles women had, I mean, they were like second class citizens. Mm-hmm. That's crap. But historically those were the times that he was writing yeah. in. And today in, tw- in 2021, even after Jesus, when he said there's neither male nor female within the body, recognizing that like there isn't this huge differentiation between classes, like mm. we are all the one body, many moving parts, yeah, all different, all one. Like we still use that, like women can't be pastors, women, you know, like there are yeah. still people who believe this mm-hmm. and they have to be there to support the husband and raise the kids mm-hmm. and do the more feminine things and have women bible studies and i'm like okay my whole thing is like i'm cool with women bible studies but are we going to talk about sex yeah are we going to talk about women struggling with sexual desires or masturbation or porn or like all these other things like those aren't really talked about no like are we going to look at women not as these like oh no no that's 
that's not proper. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's like, don't <laughs> tell me that it's improper. Let's talk about maybe why it's improper. It's not even it's like, that it's improper. It's that yeah. we're humans. We are but, sexual yeah. beings. But why did she think, why that person thinks right. that it's yeah, improper yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, is what I am more meant to say. But yeah, I think those are very important conversations to have. And, you know, there was this time where my like first church I started going to, like this idea of like those you know sexual desires and whatnot. Like I became very ser- like curious about that. I was like, well, what does it mean? And like, wh- like why? Like, not why am I feeling this? Like, obviously God created us to feel that way, but like, why can't I? And like, why? Like, you know, I I really began to dig into the the idea and topic. And I wanted no more, but I wasn't getting the answers that I really was looking for. Right? Like, why aren't we talking about this? You know, and that isn't for like just, you know, sex and like all that stuff. Um, It's for all types of things. It's like I mentioned in the beginning of this pod, like this episode. Um, There's a lot of things I feel like, why aren't we talking about this? Like, why can't we talk about this? Yeah, it might be uncomfortable sometimes to talk about certain topics or, you know, but why not? Well, that's what I'm so excited about this mini. It's not even mini. I mean, it's eight weeks long. This like group around this book oh my god what is it called sex jesus and the conversation the church forgot the church forgot and mm-hmm. it's all around like how poorly churches handled talking about sex yeah and all this stuff and and i love that because previous churches i haven't had an all women's group talking like let's talk about sex yeah straight up yeah. safe space let's talk about it and I think it's so important if we're going to talk about church and developing womanhood and femininity, yeah. it is not just the virtues that you have, because if we're going to talk in Christianity, we all should share those virtues. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get into things when the Bible starts talking about, you know, marriage and and these different things. There are things that I loosely hold to and there are things that I leave a lot of room for me and my future spouse to have a conversation about. Mm, that's good. Because I'm not the most feminine woman. Mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And God made you the way you should be. Like, you know, like. Right. So, yeah. Continue. Sorry, cut you off. (laughs) No, no, you're fine. So if we're going to have these conversations around femininity and womanhood and all these things, like we have to be willing to create spaces for women to have these deeply vulnerable, open conversations Mm -hmm. and not just kind of like have that be like, oh, well, talk to your pastor about it. Like build community around women being able to be open about these things, women yeah. being able to be themselves mm. wherever on the scale of femininity, which this scale, I don't know who made it. I don't know who decided that. And I mm. feel like a lot of the world's idea of attractiveness and beauty and, you know, all those things bled into the church. And we yeah. had talked about this before of like you look at every popular worship band mm-hmm. or group that's come out of a church. Mm-hmm they're all the women are beautiful mm-hmm. like beautiful and they yeah. dress well and they're fit and they're beautiful and you're like so i can't escape that mm. i can't look anywhere and not see a done up woman like i want a female christian artist to come out and like put the most raw album cover mm-hmm. like no makeup like who they are mm-hmm. no photoshop like literally like a selfie mm-hmm. 
and be like, this is who I am and I'm beautiful because this is who God made me to be. Mm. Like I want that kind of raw vulnerability from the Christian entertainment industry. Mm. But we don't do that because there's still an image. There's like this standard that we put out and like the Christian music industry has a lot of toxicity in it in that way. Mm. It's like we want to give these standards and these like positive role models to young girls and it's like but what are you teaching them mm-hmm. really what Still are you teaching them look a certain type of way right mainly yeah right you're yeah. still giving them a trend or a style or a beauty standard to mm-hmm. chase after instead of who are you mm-hmm. and doing that beyond your music doing that beyond your art and like it's just i think for me That's why I'm just so passionate about being super vulnerable and open Mm -hmm. as a Christian woman on my Instagram Mm -hmm. of like talking about things like depression openly Mm -hmm. and rawly, you know, like, can we stop hiding our crap in a closet? Mm -hmm. Because we have God and God's got us. Yeah, that's, like, can we that's, stop pretending yeah. like everything's okay because we think we have to hold this standard and this image because we're Christian women and yeah. we're leaders? And it's like, yeah, guess what? You're human, yeah, and you screw it up, and you're you have issues. We all have issues, mm-hmm. and we can't keep running from it because we think that women have to carry themselves a correct way or we have mm-hmm. to portray ourselves to the world because we want to hold ourselves to the standard so people look oh look how look at the virtuous christian woman yeah like i need you to sit down sir and ma'ams and i think that there's a lot of archaic thinking around that and like really what does that mean to be you know like a divine woman Mm. a godly woman It's hard for me. And there's so much literature on it. And I have a hard time relating to it because I'm not this super girly, feminine, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. woman. Like, that's not who I am. My femininity is my own. It's it's found deeper in me. You know, it's like what we talked about in that previous episode of like, you're trying to figure out the dichotomy of my my personality. Yeah. Of like, I have this deeply sensitive part of myself and, and that's then, at your core right and yeah. then i have this boldness and yeah. this silliness and like all these different facets of who i am but like i have a very gentle heart yeah and you can be gentle yeah and soft and sensitive and empathetic and compassionate but you can also be badass and bold yeah and speak your mind in truth and proclaim the truth boldly mm-hmm. and you can walk in purpose you can walk confidently in who you are yeah. you can show up in a room and be like i belong in this room mm-hmm. there is space for me here yeah like i'm gonna shake the foundations of this house like you are allowed to walk in that but then also have this beautiful precious part of you yeah you know and see here's the thing like i think that and I might lose this, so I really hope I get this. At your core, God has, you know, differentiated feminine, masculine, right? At your core, you have these these little this these little moments of like, yeah, these feminine qualities, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. And then your external, like the the differences that God gave you and the unique factors that God created you to be. And I think that those external things, so like at your core, you're soft, you're, you're gentle and you, you have a very caring heart, but like, at like, you know, more externally, you like to go, you know, 
get down and dirty and like you you'll do the thing like you're not scared to to just do get the thing done you know like the things that the world labels as not so feminine you know like i can fix a sink guys exactly if i, I can good to know tire. i can <laughs> you know like there are things that i do that aren't stereotypically like girly or yeah. what a woman does like i can ride a motorcycle yeah i can fix stuff exactly i like there's a, like i mean i grew up with all guys there's a yeah. very a rough and tumble side to me and i think mm-hmm. that's I I have easily made guy friends because I also tend to err on the side of like, listen, if we have an issue, we're going to get it all right out here. Mm. Like we're not going to play this passive thing, which is stereotypically what women do. Like we're going to beat around the bush because we don't want to hurt feelings. And it's like, listen, you're not allowed to step on me. I'm not allowed to step on you. If we have an issue, let's air it. Let's work it out. Mm-hmm. Hug each other, love on each other, and let's move on. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, it's like it was all, like I remember when we were kids, like literally my brothers and I, if we had an issue, we would go out in the yard and we would settle it right then and there. We would settle it. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. if we had a dispute in the woods, it was like, we're going to deal with this, mm-hmm. you know? And it wasn't like we were violent children. It was just like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to wrestle. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a thing. And, you know, and it was also just like the no BS, give it to me straight thing that I got so used to growing up with all guys. Mm. So it was very hard for me to make relationships with women because it was so catty. Mm. So catty. And like, even if you confronted them, it was like, I wasn't doing that. Or, oh my gosh, that wasn't trying to. It's like, can we just cut that? Like sidebar. Mm. Can we just cut that whole like I wasn't trying to just get right to the chase of like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because if you weren't trying to, you would have paid attention to your words more. Mm. You would have said things differently. You would have behaved differently. Everyone makes mistakes, but it's like, and sometimes you, you upset somebody or you evoke a, a heavy emotional response mm. um, without meaning You know, you just let something slip or you don't know that that might upset them. But like Mm -hmm. generally it's very obvious you weren't paying attention to your words. Yeah. And And I only get that that from women. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. Like not all the time. Most there's times where that happens, but you know, sometimes it's like taking a step back. It's like realizing that I'm not perfect and I will sometimes like what I say, I might not think that might hurt someone, but it, it matters the person, like how they took it too. And taking their feelings into consideration. It's like, just because you have to shut yourself down, humble yourself, be like, no, you're wrong. That's how you made that person feel. Let's take a step back. Like I, I, I like, you know, I apologize. And like, how can I, not make that mistake again essentially or maybe not even have that conversation reflect back on it but like i'm not gonna do that again you know but yeah i i see your point too and i'm sure i've said that in in person as well like i didn't mean it that way or i didn't mean it to come off that way or whatever the case might be usually with you like 95 percent of the time i'm like why are you apologizing stop apologizing <laughs> i just yeah, literally that, that's that's my i'm a very um apologetic person i know i'm like cut it out stop it there's nothing to apologize for so that i don't know if that really counts between us yeah because you do things that you think i take one way and i really don't 
And it cracks me up because I'm like, why is she apologizing right now? Is she for real? Is she apologizing because she was upset? And that like, what? You know, so that happens with us. But bringing this back around to the topic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, these bunny trails. (laughs) We're going to circle back. Um, I think that the church for me. Cause I really want to answer this question for yes. Chi, right? I'm yes. like trying to get a solid, not just like a meandering conversation around this, but like a solid answer. Mm-hmm. The church has done more unraveling of my femininity and my womanhood than helping build it up. I think just recently where I'm at, the community that I'm in now, mm-hmm. um, under the leadership that I am now, I am mm-hmm. feeling it slowly be like I'm starting to see that area of the church in a positive light. Yeah. Cause I grew up in the church as a pastor's kid. Mm. I mean, I was around church aunties all the time. Mm. All the time. I got like ladies don't sit that way. Ladies mm. don't play like that. Mm-hmm. Ladies don't get dirty like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like sit up when you when you do blah blah blah. You know, like it was like you can't play with the boys like that, you know, like you got to let the boys play and like, you can go over there and you can play. Like I was, I was always being like diverted to girly things. Yeah. And it just felt so frustrating, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, like, why can't I sit this way? Mm. And I think, and I remember feeling so acutely aware that my body was, (sighs) My body wasn't just a tool. It was an object. Mm. It wasn't just, this is a beautiful machine that I get to dwell in for my time on earth. No, this is, this is an object. Yeah. That is very much like as a woman, like that is definitely a thing that. Right. You know, you learn, you like. And it's worse dependent upon your ethnicity yeah. and your culture. And it's terrible because the, when I think about my femininity and woman, womanhood being shaped by the church, those are the thoughts and memories that come to my mind mm. is being corrected, yeah. is being made to feel like my body isn't just my body. Mm. My body is viewed somehow yeah. in this way um, that I can't just live. Mm. I can't just be, I have to be conscious of what I wear and how I sit and how yeah. I look and, you know, and, and I still battle with that. Yeah, I too. still have a hard time like with certain tops. Like I, I feel so uncomfortable with certain tops and it's, and it's just, it's so ingrained in me mm-hmm. of like, how are you dressing your body and how are you sitting and how are you viewed? And, yeah. you know, and, and my personality, I'm not a sit quietly in the corner and just let stuff happen Mm. person you aren't can confirm (laughs) and i'm i truly believe that i was made to be a leader and Mm. i was made to be a person who changes perspective Mm. um and i have and that's a story for another time but like i've been given this big beautiful bold personality that's willing to say the hard stuff that's Mm. willing to to dole out the tough love drenched in compassion and empathy. Mm. The person who is going into therapy, like to be a therapist, to be able to help people, but knows how to speak directly Mm. and all these beautiful things that I'm not super feminine. Yeah. But I, I know that I'm a woman. I know that I was made as I am for us for reasons. Yeah. 
And it's just taking me, you know, you're in the process of figuring out who you are. Mm -hmm. You're in the process of, you know, working out some of those details and, and sitting comfortably into different seats within yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. me, I'm definitely still walking that process of like, okay, so I know who I am, Mm -hmm. but like, who am I as a woman? Like, if we're going to get into that, like, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that is it's not learning what it looks like to be a divine, like to have divine womanhood or Mm. to be a godly woman. It's seriously unlearning so much toxicity that was poured into me through my youth and my teenage years. Yeah. And worldly views too. Worldly views too. It's hard to escape that. And out of the church. And you know, that's why I'm taking this course of Mm -hmm. just, because sex, like my sexual identity was interwoven through all these things too. Mm -hmm. And and just my relationship with sex and relationships with men, like it was, it was never in balance. Yeah. You know, it was always this very submissive thing. And so I honestly grew to detest my mm-hmm. womanhood mm-hmm. because it always meant I was in this place of submission to a man mm-hmm. and I hated that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very much a woman where I'm like, I don't need a man. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think a lot of that you know, if we're going to get real, real, a lot of my, like how I am in that area is born out of my trauma mm-hmm. because I've, I don't ever want to have to depend upon a man yeah, ever for my needs, for finances, for anything. And it's just, um, I don't want that. And it's not this like, mm, I'm a queen and I'm a boss, babe. It's like, no, seriously, like I will never go back to a place mm. where I was in submission to a man mm. and where I needed him, yeah. whether it was I was put there through manipulation and gaslighting or mm. it was physical abuse. And so a lot of my stepping into my quote, quote, womanhood mm. and femininity is the undoing of a lot. Yeah. And just getting to know me. I mean, I don't think that you ever, I feel like I'm discovering little things about myself because I'm always growing in self-awareness. Yeah. And there are little things. And, you know, we had talked about this before of, I think it's just important that we each ask ourselves, what does femininity look like to me? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the clothes you wear. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not how you do your hair or your nails or your makeup or any of these things. What does it look like to me? Yeah. Is and that something that you want to broadcast to the world or is yeah. that something that you're going to keep precious for your partner? Yeah. Or, or and then also the on added layer, um, if you have a relationship with, with God, asking him too, like, who did you make me to be in terms of a woman? Like, or how, like, you know, just asking that question too you know maybe you'll get an answer maybe you won't i don't know (laughs) whatever the case may be but asking that question too if you aren't quite sure like me like that's definitely a question that's hot question so to speak (laughs) yeah Um, and i think it's just it's just important to ask ourselves reflective questions yeah like what is why what is knowing like what 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 is what is the value of my womanhood in my Mm -hmm. life to me Mm -hmm. Does this add value or does it make me feel more insecure and full of self-doubt and out of place? Yeah. Am I trying to be a certain way because the women around me are like this mm. or because all of these influential women in the Christian community tell me that this is what a godly woman looks like and sounds mm. like and behaves like? Yeah. 
That's good. Or am I walking as I was created to be as the woman that I am? Because God doesn't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And when you look in the mirror, Mm -hmm. you see what he'd intended. Yeah. He did not give you the characteristics. And sure, we pick up things along the way. Absolutely. And that's why growing in self-awareness and and being willing to ask ourselves the hard reflective questions is so critical. Mm -hmm. But it's like staring at yourself in the mirror yeah and just getting to know yourself mm-hmm. yep it's important it's so important and you know i'm still in that process yeah and trying to take time to honestly like one of the biggest things that i want to start doing again because i did this for a minute was i had solo date nights mm-hmm. just me i took myself on a date I went and did something fun. I don't think something, I've ever done that. Something I want to do, something I'm yeah. interested in, like take myself to a museum. And we don't look at it that way. Mm. And like you can look at it of like, I'm going, like some women are like, I'm going on a date with Jesus. Mm. And like, that's great. Do that. Mm. Like I, I do stuff with him other times. And I know that probably sounds totally wild if you're <laughs> not a Christian. Just bear with me. If you're not a Christian, take yourself out. Yeah. Get to know yourself. Pay attention to the things that you like. Ask yourself questions. Like Make a list. Yeah, like be self-reflective and self-aware of how why you're doing things and ask yourself like, wow, yeah, like why do I like that? Yeah. Do I wear high heels because I genuinely like them or do I think that they make me more sexually attractive to the opposite sex or the mm. same sex? Mm. Do I like wearing dresses because I like wearing them or because – that's what's in style right now, according to whomever, <laughs> you know, like it, those things of like, are you adhering to beauty standards because you think you have to do them to be attractive mm. or are you doing them because that's how you take care of yourself and that's how you mm. love yourself. Yeah. Like that's these, good. these are so important. I'm going to date with myself next week. <laughs> you should go on a date with yourself. Take yourself to get a matcha. Let's go. <laughs> but I used to go and like get you know, get myself like a treat and go sit by the lake. Or I would go for these epic walks where I would walk like six, eight miles around the city Mm. and just walk and listen to music and just think and dream and Mm. just reflect on my week or my day or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was so wonderful Mm. because it was just getting to know me. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's just important in general, Mm -hmm. like all people should get to know themselves, Mm. (laughs) you know, be a whole person, but speaking strictly on women and Christianity and femininity and all these things, it's like, I just think it's important to ask ourselves why we do these things individually, because there are women, like I used to get my nails done every month. In my mm. most recent relationship every month. Why? Because he liked when I had longer nails. Mm. Well, you'd ask yourself, do I like it? Yeah. I have the nails of like a 13-year-old boy right now <laughs> because I can type better and I can play instruments better and yeah. I can do my job. Like, I don't have to think about it. And, you know, I'm like, and there are times where I'm like, ah, oh, I just want, and I've said this, like, I just want more feminine hands. Mm. Well, they're my hands. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're beautiful because they're mine. Yeah. And they were made for me. And no they one else allow, has the same hand as you. Right. And they yeah. ma- they allow me to do amazing things, mm. you know? Like, oh, I want this kind of body so that I can fit into these kinds of clothes. Why? Because that's what's fashionable? Mm. Because everyone around you is wearing that? Like, do you really want to wear that? 
Like what, what do you feel good in? What makes you feel sexy and confident and powerful mm. and beautiful and capable? Yeah. What, what are the things that you do that make you feel strong and empowered and yeah. badass and intelligent? Like yeah, asking ourselves these aware. things as women and strip away all the crap yeah. that is propagated to us by the either the church or the world yeah like you know obviously being open to the voices of reason that you can trust that you have a a healthy relationship with that Mm. maybe you can have a conversation with somebody about this yeah but i just think it starts with you and if you're a christian it starts with you and god and if you're not a christian baby girl starts with you Mm -hmm. ask yourself why do i do all this stuff yeah why do I wax? Is it because I like it? Mm. Or is it because like if I have hairy legs or <laughs> have other hairy things and I'm unattractive and I'm dirty and I'm gross? Mm. That's definitely another thing. That's you fun. know? Yeah. Force fed. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you wear a lot of rings because you love to wear rings. Yeah. I go through phases Mm -hmm. where I will wear my rings every single day Mm -hmm. and then I go through phases where I don't and I like I don't have any jewelry on outside of my septum yeah yeah and do I feel less feminine do I feel less beautiful no you know and so that was a lot and so I'm sorry but I just I just think it's so so important that yeah, like no, it was good though so I'm, I'm glad you went off <laughs> I went off I just we're so beautifully unique and different yeah and the idea of adhering to this one thing when we have like as Christians we have the creator of the universe that wants a personal personal relationship with each of us he did not make you to behave and to look and to think and to act like anybody else. Yeah. And just to go off of that, the kingdom of God is insanely diverse. No human is the same. There might be twins, but there are differences in personality. There's differences in the little things, you know, like there's mm. always going to be a difference. And I was just going to say that like what's so beautiful about the place that we attend to attend now we go to the same church. Oh, for what, church. I yeah. was like, what? what? <laughs> so actually before the, I start this thought, very, very difficult and a negative thing that happens when people start, you know, having these standards and having the this like scale mm. is that that person that's at one being the least, 10 being the best, they all start to look alike, like near 10, right? Like, certain characteristics, certain personalities, mm. like very similar people. Yeah, there might be some differences, very similar people. But what's so beautiful about the church that we tend to now, mm. all the women are so different in so many ways, but they're so beautiful in their unique ways too. And it oh just gosh, like, yes. it's like, yes, like I don't have to be this type of way because i see this woman and this woman and this woman and she's beautiful she's empowered she's she's powerful she's she there's so many beautiful things that i've been like realizing and then god's been like oh my gosh like look at all these beautiful women that i've created that like they're doing the thing they're living life they're being themselves it's like they might be dealing with their own challenges and whatnot but looking from an outsider's perspective or just looking at people 
in this church, like just even today, mm. it's just so beautiful to see the diversity of women mm. Mm. and how like, yes, one person might not be the typical, very feminine looking woman, but she's so, there's so many beautiful things to her. Like, I don't know. It's just, that sparked a thought for me yeah. that all people within the Christian faith are we're all being perfected in the faith to be more like Jesus. Yes. Jesus was a man. Mm -hmm. But he had all these beautiful characteristics and behaviors and his love. We are Feminine to and masculine. Well, the thing is, yeah. is like we sit here and like we all, we were made from God and he yeah. has both of these characteristics. And, and it's just like, we're all just out here trying to be like Jesus. Exactly. And love like Jesus. Yeah. And be compassionate and love our neighbor and take care of people yeah. and show up, you know, and it's that and love God. Yeah. At the end <laughs> and, of the day, your opinion, if I'm fem more feminine or not, does not matter. I'm asking like the ultimate question. Am I more Christ-like? Do I like, like, you know, right. it's am I a good be, person? Are you a Proverbs 31 woman? It's yeah. like, oh, but are you like, Christ-like? Are you a good, like good person? Yeah. There's yeah. this one song that I love and I'll have to put it up in the... Instagram or somewhere yeah. but it's a song called i can um i can love you like jesus mm. and i love it because she's like talking about like yeah i'm gonna totally screw this up sometimes and like and it's just quirky and it's mm -hmm. funky and like she's like talking about all of her flaws but yeah i can love you like jesus mm. you know and i just love that because at the end of the day when we're looking at male or female or other like looking at them as people and their hearts and who they are yeah not the gender roles that we stereotypically adhere to them yeah. not how other women think other women should be not how you know it's like who does god say who you are yeah and are you walking in your purpose yeah like are so, you are yeah. you loving god and serving him with all your mark all your heart mm -hmm. mind and your soul and all your strength and all of that hoopla mm -hmm. and are you loving your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm totally butchered that scripture and that's so basic it's okay it's, it's late it's late i'm gonna blame it on it's late <laughs> but so yeah so just i'm gonna give wrapping up thoughts because yeah. i feel like i'm just gonna keep circling around yeah. the same two same. thoughts same <laughs> in conclusion <laughs> <clears throat> yes what do you have <laughs> excuse me um i <laughs> oh hello we're back <laughs> Um, I just, I don't know. I just want it to be said that, like, who you are is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we're all so beautifully unique. Mm -hmm. I don't ever feel threatened by your femininity. Mm -hmm. Because that's who you are. I don't ever feel like I need to be more girly because of the women around me. Mm. I just compliment them on their fits. Oh God, you look so you look cute so today good. i love this t-shirt oh my gosh you know like you look yeah. so good um i just you know like today i i totally was like man everybody looks so cute and i definitely look like i showed up to like i don't even know Can like bro it down like again like i'm wearing like camo biker shorts and an oversized black tee and i'm just like what's up i'm here and but at the end of the day that doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah. You're, because you're just you're so kind and you're you know you're 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 a social butterfly just saying hello to everyone nobody ultimately at the end of the day is like oh my gosh can you believe what she wore like like you know oh, like and or if that's looking at me like 
like I'm a woman, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't, I don't know. It's, it's who you are. Yeah. And so I just, I just want that to be said. And it's, you know, God has a lot to say about these things. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to not involve him in this, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Live your totally life. Totally cool. Exactly. You know, yeah. like we're just saying. Yeah. <laughs> The door is there. You get to choose if you want to step through it or not. We love yeah. you anyways and regardless mm-hmm. and no matter what. But just be kind get to it. yourself in this process. You know, yep. like it's a long journey and don't let people tell you you got to be a certain way mm-hmm. in order to be a woman. Yeah. Ugh. No, get out of here. Yeah. Just yell out check, please. Like if someone starts trying to tell you how to be a better woman or whatever like women should be like this just literally just shout out yeah, check please sense, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> check. shut it down <laughs> check <laughs> um well from as jordan likes to say from this side of the couch if you're still you know in the space of similar to mine where you're still figuring yourself out and mm. not quite sure and or confident or whatever it might be for you yeah know that we're, you know, there's a lot of people that feel the same way, me included, and oh, yeah. taking it day by day. And like Jordan said, asking like that's such a beautiful way to go about it. Like asking yourself like all these questions to be more insightful towards myself and self reflective of like, am I doing this for me? Like, is this what I want to do? And for me personally, because I have a relationship with God, like asking God like, who did you create me to be? And going on dates with myself and. Mm. You know, just getting to know myself for who God created me to be, you know, and that that's I'm going to take it day by day and I'm not going to get it right. It's going to take a while. And I recognize that. Yeah. But if you do feel that way and you do want someone to talk to about this or some experience you've had, of course, you can always reach out to us either on our personal Instagrams or preferably our social for the Absolutely Imperfect podcast. <laughs> but it's Absolutely Imperfect podcast on Instagram facebook and our gmail same thing just dot g- just at gmail.com gmail. exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah that's ultimately that was beautiful yeah. yeah you know what identity and inner healing and spirituality and all these things they're not linear mm. you know there's exact you're, swirls yeah spirals. Like you're not in a race <laughs> with anybody exactly like go at your own pace you know, don't use that as a way to, to stay stuck. Yes. You know? Yes, like, that's good. Be willing to challenge yourself. Mm. So I think we do that. We're like, oh, healing is not linear or growing is not linear, but we use that as a way to stay stagnant. Yeah. Don't, yeah. You, you deserve so much more. Mm. Love yourself enough to ask the hard questions mm. and to, you know, it's okay to like question stuff and not like stuff in culture even Mm. church culture it's okay Mm. to disagree with things in church culture especially when they are man-made it's okay for you to be like you know that doesn't really sound like i love you but that doesn't really sit well with me yeah and i don't really need to adhere to that you don't need to adhere to everything that your pastor is saying Mm. like again personal relationship with god you Mm. are your own person it's okay yeah make sure you got your crew people that you that you trust and that you feel comfortable mm. being vulnerable with 
So good. But, you know, Chi, we really hope that this answered your question. Yes, I hope so, too. If we didn't do justice, then let's sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, you just, next time, if we didn't answer this properly or to the to the level that she was hoping for, then, you know, what? we're just going to have her over. Yeah. And, and we're just going to make her be a guest and we're going to have this conversation with her. There which, we go. Or we'll do which, a live. I like that idea. Or we will do a live, exactly, and we will have this conversation. And honestly, you know, maybe we can we can do that sometime anyways. But yeah. um, we love you guys. Yes, and greatly. as Vic said, we're always here. You know, mm. I care very much about everyone feeling seen and heard and valued. And I do too. <laughs> and so if you ever need someone to talk to, if you're if you are someone who is struggling with your identity or, you know, all these other things, like just know that there's space for you to feel supported and seen, but we love you. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it so, so much that you take time out to listen yes. to us. Gab on <laughs> in circles so, or someone you asked know. me like, so what's it about? I'm like, well, uh, we, it's absolutely perfect and we just kind of hang out and have conversations about different topics yeah anything and everything we really want to talk about that's uh like do you have a formula nope nope sure don't Mm-mm. sure we're don't well, so we're for all of it. you have hung out as long without our strict themes and our <laughs> formulas we love you thank we you do. so much and we'll yes. we'll talk to you next time all right bye guys bye <laughs>